right, we're back uh, for the what we said last week was going to be the Bud Light episode. This is episode 21 of the Balcony Chatter podcast. We can legally drink Bud Light now. Thank you, Post Malone. Thank you, Post Malone. Yep. Thank yep. you, Post Malone alone. <laughs> no one so, else. <laughs> just, just Post Malone this week. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, Cardi B. I'll give Cardi another shout out. Okay. Cardi touched up her uh, her tattoo. You know how she has that oh. phoenix up the back of her leg, over her butt, and then onto her back? Yeah. She got it retouched up. Looks great. Looks I great. mean, good art. This this is how you can tell that it's a slow week with sports and whatnot. If we're talking about Cardi B's I have more. touch up. I have more Cardi B. Uh, okay, she, go ahead. she posted a photo of that, and a bunch of people were like, photoshopped, like, you're not that skinny, no way, or whatever. A bunch of people talking shit. So then she posts a video. She goes, look, yeah. this is how I am. <laughs> Can't alter a video. That's, I mean, I, I suppose badass. that's true. And then at one point, there she is. And then at one point, <laughs> she just, uh, she lets, she goes, hold on, I've been holding my gut in. I got to let it out. She lets it out for a little bit, and then she sucks back in, and she goes, see, but this is me. <laughs> it's really funny. Dude, She's great. We're, we're, we're changing the dynamic over here. We're just going to be talking about Cardi B for a little bit, a I guess. Cardi B podcast. Cardi B didn't yeah. get canceled. The season did, Chris D'Elia, other sports. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, I, I suppose we could get right into this. I mean, I have good news and bad news. Yeah. So so the bad news here is that there really isn't a ton of new news, and sports aren't back yet. We, we, don't got, have a couple a of, we got a couple of things, but yeah. Yeah, we, we don't have any scheduled dates except for when we anticipate um, – training camps to open which is i think july 10th is what we said last week and that's what they're sticking to right now for hockey and basketballs around the same time and and Um, nhl hasn't really fluctuated at all right like they're pretty they're the they're the most locked in so far like baseball's taking forever to get off the ground nfl seemingly is just gonna have an nfl season (laughs) maybe with fans who knows and then uh, basketball and hockey are yeah well basketball's up in the air yeah Speaking of bad news still, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week or if it hadn't happened yet, but uh, a Bruins player did test positive for coronavirus. Really? I missed this. Yeah, so so obviously I think liability reasons and also they're just not allowed. They didn't say exactly who it was. Oh, this is the new not disclosing injuries for the NHL. It's a, I guess so. What they did say was the player hasn't been at, at Warrior Ice Arena yet, which means... It's not Bergeron, it's not Marchand, it's not Chara, or John Moore. Or Tuka, you know, like, Tuka right? Tuka's no, Tuca, I don't think, has been there yet. Then it is Tuca. Then that's <laughs> then it just is Tuca. Well, it kind of, it's, it's been starting to narrow it down a bit where it's either Tuca or, like, Charlie Coyle or Pasta. And I don't think it's Pasta either. He spends a lot of time on Instagram posting pictures of himself around a bunch of people. Which I suppose could mean that it is him. Yeah, that's a lot of evidence in favor. True, true. I just, you know, kind of came, it, it kind of clicked in my head once I said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you went to but, an, you went to exonerate him, and you found him guilty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hopefully, it's not him. But what they did say was whoever this player was has tested negative two times and is now asymptomatic at home or wherever they are. So they were positive, maybe a month ago. Maybe right, two months exactly. ago. Exactly. Who the hell knows? Yep. 
But why um, would they then specify that they so that I I wonder if that warrior comment could be a lie that they haven't shown up to practice. That could yeah. I feel like that could be a lie to throw a curveball. But I don't know. <laughs> I love how they're just like they're like we're not sure, but we're just going to make sure there's no competitive advantage. So it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> season reveal. of behind the B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, one guy's gonna be like, "You had COVID." He's gonna get out through behind the B. They're gonna follow Tuca around as he goes to the clinic to get tested for COVID and all this stuff. And Farts it's gonna be must-watch television. Yeah, lets it rip in the waiting room. Yep, yep. Uh, I have to say, Tuca, um, you know the way he farts. In, just... <laughs> I suppose good news here. Um, you know. Actually, good news for us because we are mainly talking about basketball and hockey, but if you're a baseball fan, there's pretty much no good news for you at all. Um, the the MLB is sort of a dumpster fire right now. I don't even know how they're going to recover from what they're going through. Yeah. And wh- what I mean is they seem they can't seem to get out of their own way or make a decision on whether or not they're going to play or not play or whatever it is. I feel like it's always been the league of the major four that has the greatest disparity between ownership and players association we know we all know about racial issues with nfl owners and their comments in the media in the past but i feel like the players association you know holds solid ground and i feel like for the mlb there there must be like a bunch of old heads or whatever the case may be but now it's just like i don't know they just can't figure it out yeah one just yeah they, they were and they were teed when we talked about it when they had their plan they were teed up that was that was I mean I don't I honestly I haven't followed this super closely because personally baseball come back baseball don't come back I'm ready for basketball you know I'm ready for hockey yep. and especially if it's going to be playoffs during the regular season like I'll check in with baseball when everything's done but that first thing sounded tight 82 game seasons quick. You only play one interleague. You play everyone in the division a bunch. Sounded, sounded, sounded a way to make every baseball game matter. And uh, yeah. I don't know what it was that caused that to not go through, but it's you know it's only going to get worse as that their time their window shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. Because unlike basketball and hockey, even though you know they got to start at some point because of another season coming. Like baseball really is like weather dependent. They can't like punt into December. Right, right. No, and and I just don't. You know, I, I know that they're one of the bigger sports, but I don't see how they can compete with a beginning of the season game against basketball and hockey playoffs. I mean, I know hockey and basketball aren't as big as baseball, but I mean, we're talking the playoffs here. We're not talking games that don't matter in the first. 30 games of the be- of the baseball season. Yeah. So they're going to be really hurting. And the longer that they wait and the more that these games don't matter, like right off the bat, no one's going to be watching that. Unless it's the only sport that's on. Right. Which they've already lost. Right. I mean, Premier League's back. Soccer's back. I feel like there's a lot of overlap in fan fanhood there. Well, and we're we're on to NASCAR now too, especially since they got rid of the Confederate flags. Yeah, I watched a race. I mean, I feel like everybody watched part of a race because it was something. Yeah, there I've watched a whole race some 
I was hungover and I didn't leave bed <laughs> and it just I was like, wow, 325 laps, that'd be crazy. Yeah, it did it. Uh, <laughs> and it was. It was crazy. Um, you see some guy in like the the not the junior, but like the AHL of NASCAR drove a uh, back the blue line car. Yikes! And uh, and he was like, uh, you know, he came out and he was like, I'm not racist. I'm just like, we got to stand up for our first responders and blah 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 blah. I just thought I just, <laughs> I just thought it was funny because his uh, there was a sentence in the article I read and it was. Like so and so raced the thin blue line car at Homestead in Miami, his transmission blew and he did not finish the race. <laughs> well, you just hate to see it. Just you hate to see it. Oh man! All right, NASCAR guys, you're welcome. Um, should we get into this bubble? Should we talk about the NBA? Yeah, let's talk about this a little bit because th- uh, there was an interesting article that you sent me earlier today that yeah. I would love to talk about. Yeah, I want to say, I just want to put out there, I, I don't know how much we should really go into the Kyrie thing. I don't know what to make I of mean, it. I see both well, sides of the coin, and it's not my it's not my fight, obviously. But uh, yeah. if if I, I do just think if he is going to, and I'm stealing someone else's point, if he is going to, I think, that, I think um, it was either Jalen or... Or Stephen Jackson or someone. I, I I swear I saw one of them say this. Um, like if he's gonna if if he is gonna sit out. Oh no, it's Matt Barnes. He's like if he is gonna like have everyone stop and not play. Fine. But what's the plan to end racial injustice if that's just what you're calling for before you'll play basketball again? You know, like right. have like have a plan. And then Austin Rivers chimed in. And he made great points about how, like, not everyone's Kyrie Irving, and actually some of these guys do need to get paid, believe it or not. These pre- professional athletes, especially rookie contract guys, fighting to keep on the, like, keep it going, you know? So it, there's, a, there's a lot of side of the coin. I just think, and I'll cap it with this, my, my whole idea would be the best way to show your message over and over and over and to beat it over the heads of the people who need to listen and need to have it happen. Wouldn't be to lock out, but would to be on television three times a week. And just shoving in people's like it's all over the Premier League jerseys, Black Lives Matters across everyone's back. You can put it everywhere, and like I don't know, I just think using your platform makes more sense than withholding your platform from people. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, Kyrie's always been very opinionated, and obviously he has good points. I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but he, totally agree. I totally agree. As well, he doesn't seem like he is willing to work on certain things. It's either it, half the time it seems like it's Kyrie's way or the highway. And again, this is a different scenario. We're not talking just basketball here. We're talking about things that are bigger than basketball. So, yeah. and like you said, it's it's not really our place to to, no. to speak on it. But I would love to see something. I would love to see change. Yeah. I mean, this is what he, this is what he wants, and I would love to see that happen. Yeah, me too. And also, uh, if they are, I, I, I don't understand the conflation of the two issues, COVID and racial injustice. And so if they are a little like, if they think the bubble's fishy and they don't trust it and they think it's weird, then like all of that's valid. The racial injustice, it's all valid. It's just uh, like, I, you, you want to look at like seeing Kyrie do this as like a Boston fan and be like, look at this asshole you know, outside of the racial injustice part, like just like speaking for everybody, but it's like you forget he's VP of the Players Association. He's genuinely speaking for right. hundreds of players who are who do who do 
have the same feelings he has. Now, does everyone? No. LeBron James wants to play. And it was funny to see LeBron come out and keep saying he wants to play. And then Pat Beverly t- tweeted, and they, they he, and Pat Beverly and LeBron are not boys. And Pat Bev is a nuisance and an annoyance to everyone he plays against. Can't imagine LeBron really likes Pat Bev at all. And Pat Bev, not to mention it's a Lakers Clippers. Pat Bev says, LeBron says we're going to go. When the when the king says we go, we go. And then, like so basically like if LeBron says we play, we all play. No one else can talk. Which was yeah. an which was an interesting like I feel like an old head uh view on it. Yeah, I mean I don't know. It obviously as from the standpoint of of fans like us, we want to see it happen. But I see all sides of this whole thing. I definitely can understand people being concerned about COVID as well, because all of that's valid. They're not just talking about you know themselves. They're talking about their family that they have to potentially expose something to, or you or know, if, not if, see for months. Right, that too. Right, and that's tough for some of these guys that have young kids, or or just family in general. Like it doesn't matter if they have kids. Like it's tough if you. You know, for instance, if you live with a parent that needs some something from you or whatever, like you don't see them for two months at a time, like that's that could be a big deal, right? So, I don't know. It's it's very interesting, and obviously everybody can jump on Kyrie because they think that he's being harsh or they don't think that he's being fair or whatever it may be. But I mean, he does have valid points. At the same time, maybe there's some that we don't agree with. Um, I mean, I just think it, he's a he's a leadership nuisance in the sense of a locker room. I think uh, he definitely and speaks that's what for I, his peers. Right. Uh, th- I, he, there's a re- he he didn't just inherit or get deemed VP. He was voted in by his peers. There's a reason he is who he is and why he's listened to. And uh, yeah. I definitely respect that. Everything basketball related, uh, I can't speak on. Right. <laughs> uh, also, uh, shape of the world we live on i'm not going to chime in there with him either but yikes so with all this protocol uh you know the nba continues to try to elaborate on it because i think a lot of players feel like okay you you have a half of an idea here how does this actually work in practice with the bubble and so a little device rolls out today that i sent to you and yep. uh, Complex Sports put out a tweet that says, NBA players will wear a smart ring at Disney. The ring is capable of predicting COVID-19 symptom- symptoms up to three days in advance, 90% accuracy. Uh, Kevin O'Connor quote tweeted that and said, important to note that players don't need to wear this smart ring. Everyone on the NBA's Disney campus, including the players, will have a choice to wear it or not. It's simply an optional safety measure that's being studied, as noted in the NBA's health and safety protocol. And then he listed the NBA uh, health and safety protocol. I haven't heard of a damn ring before this. Have you? No. 90% accuracy? Yeah, and, and I wonder why this is like the first that we're hearing of it and why the NBA is the only one that's been talking about Not it. Not a single other thing on the face of the planet has come across my eyes in this quarantine life we live where we're constantly looking at news internet and phone i haven't heard of this thing at all 
the hell where the hell did this come from and it what's the point of it if not everyone's gonna wear it i guess it's a cool option but like you guys are really that sold not to mention nine out of ten times correct isn't exactly great well 90 percent accuracy is pretty is better than nothing but but when we're talking a pandemic spread right right but they should make everybody wear these what's the big deal yeah, I don't. You, you can't tell millionaires that they're that they have to do something, or else they'll stomp their feet. Or what's you know what's the deal? I just where where did it come from? I don't know. I I just want to know more. Where the hell did it come from? What does it really do? And how? What? Like what is it? A, it's a mood ring for COVID symptoms. Like what? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused how, how it even works. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously this this is something that they're looking into or something that could be beneficial or else they wouldn't be looking into it at all. But I don't know. It's just, it seems like, is it like a tracking device as well to make I sure that nobody like, goes off I of I mean, the conspiracy theory little boy that lives in my mind is, uh, is, <laughs> is ripping through the internet right now trying to see if they can track him. Literally. Yeah. I, I think the same thing. It's just like, there's what else does this do? Yeah, it's, I think it. I because the first thing I saw when I saw the ring, my mind just went, "They're tracking them, so they can see if they left and they can see if they're lying and they can see if they're full of shit." See, I know that that's sort of, sort of an invasion of privacy, even though they're being told that in order to play, in order to make your paycheck, you have to stay in this bubble. So that's the only reason why I don't see it as a hundred percent invasion of their privacy. But at the same time, they can't be. You can't track these guys. Like, nobody's going to, especially if it's optional, nobody's ever going to do that. Also, it's, you know, the bubble's already drawing in some of its harshest criticisms comparisons to, like, prison. Like, I mean, granted, these guys are millionaires, but they, they are all very much trapped. And then me and another, I was talking to another buddy, and he's just telling me, and I didn't even think of this, but, like, these guys are the best of the best in a very, very globally popular game in terms of like American culture and just like young adults, like they're idolized, they're stars, they're celebrities that comes and that brings a lifestyle. They live that lifestyle even throughout the season. Like for instance, we see a lot of videos of people going to clubs, strip clubs, you know, going out, doing their thing. Like, the, you know, they work very hard and then they, just like anybody else, blow off steam in their own way. How can you trap people for four months and tell them they can't do anything but basketball? Well, so I haven't been to this place. I haven't seen pictures. I don't know what the facility is like. But I'm also curious, like, as you're saying, similar to prison, what are you going to do? Eat and work out and that's it? And not to mention, how do they have the facility to allow all these teams to be able to work out all the time when, or whenever necessary and still distance themselves? And I, I just don't get how it's going to work. I mean, there's a lot of players because of how many teams there are. I think the bubble is leaning into what you and I keep arguing is going to be the reality of this, like ditch the whole spitting penalty and whatever. And again, maybe we're wrong about that. I think yeah. the bubble idea is leaning into, even though they're saying mask when you're not in the arena, blah, 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 it's going to be like, well, we have this bubble and we test everyone and that's what we do. You're not going to, they're not yeah. going to play in face masks. That's just, this is, this is what it is. And even then it's not perfect. 
And I think that's why a lot of players are like, can we really even play the game of basketball? And I don't know. There's, I, I think there's there's mu- I, there's so much more skepticism than I think anybody realizes in terms of how many NBA players feel comfortable going back. Yeah. And then there's all of, uh, I don't know if we talked this on the last podcast, but there's like like Tatum's draft class. All the stars from Tatum's draft class are up for their major contracts, so they're talking to the Players Association and the league to see if they can get insurance in case they get injured in this small little run yeah. that they do at the end. Not to mention, I mean, this this really does hurt their contract negotiation. I mean, it, it could go good and bad because they haven't played poorly, but they also haven't shown what they're worth either. I mean, right. Tatum, T- Tatum, we know yeah. what he's worth. Right. But I'm just but saying. But maybe De'Aaron Fox is like, between getting that extra year, between getting that Supermax, between getting another $10 million to see if right. he can carry the Kings to the end, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, Trey Young, Trey Young's coming up. Simmons it's already just got paid. Such a weird, but it's so weird, man. It is. It's um. It's it's so weird, and I don't think there's a right answer to it. And it's just a matter. It's just going to be these major sports. Are, it's weird because it's it, in in watching like I've I watched the Premier League, like in watching the Premier League, it's just like they figured it out. I don't know how they figured it out, but they figured it out, and. I don't know if we're like too crazy about it over here or if just like our country as a whole isn't handling it good enough to have professional sports or like what the deal is. Golf figured it out. It's just like, I don't know. None of these are, I mean, soccer's a contact sport. I don't, I I just don't. Yeah. At a certain point, you got to just either give it a try or say it's not worth the the try. Because guess what? The, The try could fall flat on its face. Yeah. I don't know because. I'm still the the one thing that I'm I'm concerned about throughout this whole thing on both sports coming back is like what happens if one of those players gets COVID they shut it all down do they shut down that player how do they know that nobody else was in contact in in all of this like you know again I kind of go back to hoping that this isn't the case but say LeBron gets COVID and you know he is the face of your entire league whether you like it or not, he is. And how much are they going to try to hide him having it before they make him stop playing? And basketball, I don't think you could pull it off the same way that um, the the uh, that hockey does. Hockey is very like behind closed doors in its own way. NFL is pretty good about this too. NBA, you know exactly what finger someone broke, which ligament, yeah. where, how, what the what their comeback window has been like, you know, what, what injuries they have historically to, to pry upon or like whatever. It's just like NBA, if an NBA player gets it, it's, it's going to get out. I think, I just don't think they can keep that stuff closed. If the, I think if they, the season resumes, if they do keep something hidden, you know, that's something that can cripple your league. I mean, because then you got players like Kyrie who have another leg to stand on as far as, you put everybody in jeopardy so that you could have your star player out there or so on and, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It's you, like let the, that, you let the dollar, you let the, you know, just right. kind of like we're doing as a country. The money's winning over the, over the lives. It's just, it's something that I definitely think about. I mean, you think about the big players and especially LeBron. I mean, there's nobody in 
in hockey that's that's at LeBron's level. I mean, I suppose you could you could talk Crosby, but he's not at LeBron's level of everybody in the world knows him. You know, so it's like at what point do they potentially try to hide something which I hope I hope never happens. Yeah. I mean, that'd be it wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. It'd be it'd, it'd be bad and it'd be a huge blemish on I mean, he's not perfect, but I think Adam Silver's, of as far as, especially in comparison to the other commissioners of the other leagues, he's he's as good as they get. Does he have his flaws? Does he have his faults? Of course, but that would be a that would be a blemish that would just kind of taint all of it. Well, and I know I know people are probably thinking like you can't fake having COVID, which is probably true. Right. Although it does affect different people differently. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, say that he has it and he goes, I can play the next game. And then it gets worse the day after that. So that, you know, he had a game where he knowingly had it and played. I'm not saying this is something LeBron is going to do no. or would do. No, yeah. But I'm just I'm just having, you know, a hypothetical yeah. conversation. Insert, insert star X. It doesn't have to be LeBron. In, you know. Right. Giannis. I don't want to. Whoever. It, yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. It's I, I, I have literally said this on every episode. It's going to be so interesting to see how this all plays out because it's all new. It's all, it's all like something that we've never seen before and hopefully never see again. Um, and it's all learning experience because they're one, they're learning it on the fly. And two, if for some reason this were to come back, maybe this helps with the return the next time. I I don't know. I mean, this is, it's crazy. Yeah. So I have been down to that facility and uh, pretty okay. much the only other thing that they could do is just play another sport. There's just dozens and dozens of every type of sport field. And then I don't know if this was NBA, but I, I had heard somewhere that uh, the better the the better your rank is going into the playoffs, the better the hotel you get. I, they were letting them. They were. It was like a lottery of who they get to choose their hotel. Unreal. See that's is that, the big thing is, is like true? the hotel. I don't know. I don't know, but the big thing for me is that's the big question mark is the hotels, because there 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 are not twenty two hotels. I mean, I, I so, mean, and can you sto- can can teams stay in the same hotel? Do you get to choose your floor? Yeah, <laughs> like, are you picking floors? Because I mean, I like last hotel I was at, you could fit three NBA teams on the floor, and yeah. everyone has their own room. Like I, I don't I don't get it, but I think you gotta you I. It doesn't make any damn sense to me if they're doing everyone. Every team gets their own hotel. That makes no sense at all. That's that's widening the risk. Like if if you keep your bubble closer together, because then you're just in, in, you're introducing more and more people. Like the the staff that those people are, even if they're not coming into contact with, they're frequenting the same area with, is exponentially larger than if you just start stacking them in as few hotels as you can. Well, and not to mention again, like somebody has to feed these guys. Like there, if they go to twenty different hotels, you got twenty different wait staffs that are feeding, or or chefs and stuff that are like, you just never know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not like these guys are gonna eat like cold cuts and and sandwiches. Like they're gonna actually have meals. So, I I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work. My mentality for it, like if I was a pro player. And I wanted to play, but I was skeptical about like my not being able to live the lifestyle. But like ultimately, I I sat down to this position, and I was like, I want to do it. I want to play. 
the you know the 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 reward is greater than the risk for me. I feel like playing. I'm Team LeBron. I want to play. The way I would psych myself into it is I would think like I'm going to war. Just think of it as like going to war for a while. I'm not telling anyone else to do this. I'm just saying this is how I would do it. I would just think it's like because you're literally you're going and you're staying just with your team, which you do on road trips. You know, yeah. it's just like it's a it's a two and a half month road trip, which is crazy and you definitely got to have a different and a special kind of mentality it's just going to be completely new for them if it goes it's like even if it seems as normal as ever it's going to be so weird for these players no matter what normalcy is out the window even with the game of basketball back even without how the gameplay is even without fans without stadium on a fundamental day-to-day basis it's just going to be the weirdest thing in the world for them and how does that affect everyone you can't do anything anything Except eat your lunchables. Yep. I mean, there's no, there's no meals. We're we're doing all lunchables now. No lunchables, all lunchables, and then yep. uh, they should just they should just house them in some of the other gymnasiums. Just build these super like, <laughs> don't they do those like luxury outdoor tents? They should just do yeah. that in like the field hockey fields or whatever. Yeah, I agree. But hey, if half the league doesn't want to do that, I can't blame them. I can't blame him. Yeah. It'd, it'd be, I'd really think it'd be like, you'd have to psych yourself into like, you're going to war. You're just like, I gotta go, I gotta do this. And like, I'm making a lot of money to do this and it's going to be fun. I'll be happy when it's over, but it's going to be hell. And it might be a lot easier to say, we're not going to stick our neck out for your entertainment. And we'll see you when, when everything's safe to do. Yeah. I don't know, man. Again, like something that I've said on every episode is basically hopefully we have more information next week. We seem to be getting more and more every week. Not a lot of news on the NHL front, but things seem to be going in the right direction for them. Yeah, uh, They seem to be on the right track to doing what they're going to be doing. They don't seem to have any – they don't have a lot of questions from, from uh, the players about whether they want to come back or, or whether they're going to come back. So – that, you know, still got our fingers crossed on that, that they're going to come back and do the rest of this year or the rest of the, you know, start the playoffs. But um, NBA, not so sure. Fingers crossed on that as well. Obviously, we want to see that happen, but not at the risk of the safety of players or the safety of their families. And, and if enough people say no, not at, not at the level of uh, there's G League people coming off the bench. Yeah, right. I mean, also, what to what extent are you gonna you gonna allow this? Yeah. Like, obviously, the those players are gonna play because they're gonna th- see it as this could be my only shot to prove that I'm something. You know, this could be a good story down the road that I I made. You know, I I ended up getting a great contract because I showed myself in this random, you know, playoff that they're doing. But um, it's not the same if you don't have the players that got you there, and it's not. To an extent, I mean, if there's injuries or if there's sickness or whatever, then obviously they can't play. But I mean, you need to have the players that got you to this point to play. And if not, then it's it doesn't work. It's not the same. No. And th- I think for that reason and all, even though I've wanted to lean away from calling any of this an asterisk season, which I'm sure sounds so dumb and has every time I've said it. But with with just how it's looking and like you're not even going to be rolling out the same team from from the regular season, the potential of that, um, you know, it's, it's kind of got to be a little bit of an asterisk. 
Yeah. Like the other one, uh, I was listening to uh, Simmons and uh, Rosilla do one of the drafts the other day, and uh, they talked about, I, and I, you know, I was too young to even realize this, but like the Spurs get a asterisk in 99 because uh, it was a lockout season. It was a shorter season. And, you know, I don't, I know less games is like whatever, but, you know, back in the day, they would always play less games. So we don't put an asterisk there. So I find that a little harder. But, you know, if you just have a different team than when you started the season, even if it's 50 games, it's more wholesome than whatever we're about to deal with. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully we have some some good news for you guys next week because right now we're about 20 days since we got any information and it's. All we've heard about is a damn ring. Yeah, <laughs> a very random or very weird ring. But good news is that we do have stuff hopefully on the horizon, and we do have um, these training camps supposedly starting in less than a month. Another 20 days, right? 10th? Yep. Yeah, the 10th. So um, hopefully everything goes well up until that point and nobody else comes down with COVID and no nothing – bad happens to to some of these teams or or hopefully they can come to an agreement uh to make sure that this happens but again i mean the safety is the number one priority and we'll see number two is comfortability yeah right so but we'll see how everything kind of shakes out and and uh next week we'll be even closer to that training camp starting and hopefully that much closer to getting a date on when the seasons are supposedly coming back. Whew, I hope so. It'd be nice to hear some news. I'll take any news at this point. Because honestly, yeah. if it's going to shut down, you know, I'm over hope. I watch golf, NASCAR, and soccer now, dude. You know, I can make do. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't be extremely upset if it didn't end up working out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, for both? As much as I want to watch it, for, it's just... For both leagues? Again, I, I, I would love to watch hockey, and I would I will be rooting for the Bruins all the way through like I always am. Um, but to me, it's also going to be a different type of thing anyway. It, it seems more like uh, a fun playoff than it does a real playoff in my head right now. Until it starts, maybe. But right now, it doesn't seem like it's super like real to me. Wow. So I also have the feeling that the Bruins are going to win the cup the year that I'm not allowed to be there just because that's how my luck goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'll take that banner. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But no parade either. Yeah. No parade. I don't know, man. We'll we'll see how it plays out, and, and we'll talk more about this next week, and hopefully there's more news. Yeah, hopefully, man. If not, we uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some Cardi B updates for you. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that you're gonna be staying on top of that because I know that the fans are dying for updates on that. Yeah, I you know um, she cut her hair. Check it out. It's blue. <laughs> Coronavirus. There she is. There she is. Um, Shout out to Post Malone. Shout Bud out to Light. Post Malone, happy Bud 21st. Light. Yep, happy 21st, dude. Stay safe, don't drink too much. Drink responsibly. Also, definitely don't drive. Yeah, don't drive at all. Where are you going? Uh, 
Well, I guess probably everything's open where you are. So, I don't know, have fun. <laughs> wear, yeah. Wear a mask sure. or don't. Every place wear a mask, every place yeah. has different uh, rules. So Yeah. Um all right, buddy. We'll talk next week and uh stretched, play us out. <laughs>